This is rolling. I'll hit the intro and then we'll just we'll go from there. All right. All right. Cool. Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. And now your host. Folks, this man. He is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Welcome to the While My Battery is Charged podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the tiny trucks. 124 scale and how they're kind of like the new model train. And so I've got a special guest with me, Jason from Jason's RCs. We're going to sit here. And just kind of talk about it. So, welcome, man. What's up? Not much. Just, well, actually a lot. I always say not much. That's like the knee-jerk reaction. Like, nah, not much, man. Just good. Yeah. There's been a lot up. Like, today, I've been telling you it's been a nightmare for me. Because my in- we were going to do this earlier. The internet died. It's been dying. My live streams have been tanked by them. And I yeah. tried to fix that last minute. But also just got into building my own model truck course in the house there you um, go. <laughs> and uh, getting getting that started but um i know i've been over to your place i've seen the awesome yep. course that you have uh constructed there in your basement uh and you've yep. gone i mean to the nines to make sure that even the uh the platform that it sits on looks pretty good in fact if you're watching the video on this you can see it behind him with the the wood rail around even uh, <laughs> yeah. you've expanded to your walls and yeah. there's all kinds of upper courses, lower courses. Um, the biggest uh, teeter totter um, that I've been on with one. So <laughs> tell us like, how did you get into this? We'll, we'll talk about the model train aspect of it in a minute, but how did you get into doing the 124 scale in general or RC even? Um, well, my first RC I got when I was 14, as probably a lot of us did, it was the RC10T from Team Associated. Um, and then being a kid and having a short attention span, I kind of got out of it. But uh, what really jump started me back into the hobby was freaking COVID, having everything shut down. Right. And then it's like you jump on YouTube, and I just randomly came across RC Sparks. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, when he was doing the uh, mini comps with Lyle and stuff. Right. Uh, and then I watched his videos when he constructed it and stuff. I'm like, oh, it's on now. That's what I'm going to do in the basement. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, so he he was the inspiration behind all this behind me. So that's really cool. They um, that was yeah, that was what that was two years ago, two and a half yeah, years ago like that, that he would have had that video at his old place. In yep. the garage, and they they made that. Was it was it one sheet of four by eight that he did? So his was two sheets. It was four foot by sixteen foot. Okay, so, so it's yeah. longer. Yeah, yeah. And then he Definitely. put plastic in it and stapled that in, filled it with real dirt, yep. and uh, mm-hmm. went to town. Because he has the crazy winters that we have as well. Being yeah, up there, yeah. even um, further north than we are, and more snow yeah. and all that kind of craziness. So. Yeah, now he's actually, he moved. He's in uh, Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia, Scotia. yep. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Not as much so. snow there right now. I think because one of my buddies, RC Nixter, is up over there as well. And I've been seeing his videos don't have quite the terrain that he usually has in the winter. He has really beautiful yeah. scenic. Oh, my gosh. The landscape there is insane. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, COVID, because right before that, I'd really jumped into it to the 24 scale as well. And I was messing around with doing the plastic cloth stuff uh, yep. for indoor things. And then I saw he did the the dirt, which was super awesome. Just using the real stuff. Um, yeah. So the build phase of yours, yours is pretty big. Yeah. It's a yeah. pretty big it's... footprint that you've got there. Yeah. So I did three sheets of plywood so it's 16 foot long and then each did you do about each, three uh, feet deep you didn't keep the full four feet deep did four, you you left the four feet, feet. Yeah. oh okay wow yeah. that's why the corner is super hard to here, get to super hard to reach so, <laughs> yes. yeah yeah <laughs> that's what my son kept saying when we started working ours last night like, i'm not gonna be able to reach that how are we gonna be able to do winches and stuff and i'm like it's yeah. whatever dude like we can yeah. have some spots that aren't reachable because we went yep. three feet in order to try to make it a little bit reachable backside without getting a stool or anything. But yeah, um, and yeah. that's all we have the space for in our little room we're building it in. So yeah, so yeah. you have not only that, but so I've been saying the past couple months that the the twenty four scale really is kind of like the model train, like. That was such a big thing. People building it in their house, in their basement, spare rooms. You know, they do it with Legos now, too. I mean, yeah. us addicts don't need much of a reason to totally get in full on something and take over a whole room of the house. But yeah. I feel like from the RC side of things, these have, like, it's a whole different group of people that are even getting into it. Because I think that a lot of times the 10 scale people don't quite understand. No the 24th no, at all. I, they just, they don't like it and they don't, they don't like that the companies are making stuff for them and they totally yeah. miss the mark on who the crowd is and what, what we're doing with them. Yeah. And a lot of the 10 scale guys, they laugh at us. It's like, Oh, that does, they're just little toys. I'm like, no dude, they have all the same stuff as your truck. It's just tiny. Right. <laughs> Which makes it more, um, Kind in of some like ways, a, per scale, they're more capable. Like if, yeah. you were to, if you were to up some of the everything by whatever the percentage would be, I yeah. I can't make my 10th scale truck do what I expect the 24th to do for things that would, to scale, be the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. These little things, they're just, they're so easy to use. Um, a lot of people complain on how tiny they are to work on. Um and I, I love them. I, I shoot, I got 32 of them now. Nice. <laughs> so th that's so, yeah, the other I, thing that makes them like models, uh, yeah. trains is that you don't just get one engine in one set. You get a bunch and yeah, yeah they're always yeah. Get buying new engines and new, you know, cars and all that for them. So you've, yeah. you've just keep making new ones and they all perform differently because you're building them for different reasons. Each one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I bought like six or seven of them brand new in box. And then I'm like, 
what's the point? I'm just going to spend even more money upgrading them. So why don't I just start off with chassis and buy the upgraded parts and build it upgraded already, you know? Right. <laughs> so the, um, yeah. What is some of the stuff that you do with them? So speaking of, of hard to work on, if you've ever built a model kit, these aren't that hard to work on. Models no. are tough. Yeah. With the glue and the paint and everything. Who do you got there, you little guy? Yeah. What's going on, dude? He snuck away from mommy. They always find me down here. Not, not much longer and he's going to have a controller in his hand. Or is he That's what already? I'm hoping. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. And my, my daughter is the same way. I actually, I think there still is a video of her driving uh, the Enduro 24 around on the, on the blanket in the living room. That's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> one of the things that's really gotten me more into the 24 scale is my kids are much more into the 24 scale than, which is shocking. I think as a kid, I, I know as a kid, we were jumping them off of slides. I mean, we, we liked going faster with them and they couldn't go fast enough for us at that time. Like yeah. unless you got nitro and my dad, wasn't about to do the nitro ones you know we'd get like the lobo and like the best that toys r us had but yeah you know we'd still jump them off the slides and go nuts with them so i'm always shocked at that they like the little slow creepy crawling one and yeah well they even comp yeah. them now we go up, well you've seen them you've met them up at reaction and Heck yeah That's so awesome. it's such a cool way to get them into it and from that they've they kind of now know how they respond. So when I do hand them the controller of the faster ones and it's coming back at them, they have the steering figured out. So that's been pretty yeah. cool. What would you say um, yeah. is one of your favorite aspects of the mini? I know you do a lot of builds. Yeah. Just, I don't know the, the avenues that you can go down with these things. Like you can go super scale which I've really started getting into using die cast bodies and stuff. Um, and then you can go performance over everything, like with the different LCG chassis. They're just so versatile. Yeah. Um, and they're so much more easy to afford. Yeah. Um, some and of they the can get up there expensive, but yeah. it's, it's over time. Right, right. Yeah. Like, shoot, you buy a Lizard Pro is what? 70 80 bucks yeah for a little esc um yeah. granting that i mean it's it's kind of this cheaper kind of more expensive in certain aspects but um i just like how versatile they are you yeah. can take them anywhere um again you can do it inside you don't have to worry about elements going outside in the snow rain and ungodly heat it gets so humid up here in michigan oh not near as what you're used to yeah. down in. <laughs> I'll take it any day. The summers yeah. up here are fantastic. Yeah. Uh, especially on the west side here. Because even on the east side, I felt like it was worse. But um, yeah. I, I I would say that uh, one of the things that I've found, too, is that um, you can make a really, really comped out good one for about 600 bucks. Yeah. A little less. Yep. Five to 600 but if you were to do that with a 10 scale, you're talking like 1200, I would say almost yeah. double. So while Definitely. it does get expensive, yeah. it doesn't get as expensive. Yeah. I was looking at for the 10 scale, I was looking at that, uh, two in one motor ESC from, uh, spectrum. It's like 150 bucks. Yep. 
And it's like, man, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, grant you for, for a pancake or a, uh, a Komodo from Fury Tech, and then you buy the lizard. It's about the same. About a hundred bucks, hundred twenty. Yeah, little yeah. savings. Yeah. But you still here? Yep. Somebody just tried calling me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not all high tech like Tony over here. I'm doing. I'm using my phone. <laughs> yeah. Well. You know what the high tech gave me nothing but problems today. So <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the uh, what would you say um, for somebody getting into it? Like, what are things that they should look for? Because there's all different kinds of brands, all different kinds of features. What are yeah. some of the things that you like or you look for when you start working on them um, as a starting point? Um, simplicity, really. Um, some of the like the new um 24 scale from fms that um fcx 24 is a little bit more like as far as wires go that's more like packed in one location which when you look at it it's kind of deceiving but when you break them all down um between team associated with their enduro 24 rgt with their little 24 which are basically the same the axials they're pretty much all the same there's charisma as well there's yeah, a little bit more yeah. interesting as far as build on design, but yeah, a little bit harder to yeah. upgrade, I would say. But, but um, sim- simplicity is probably the best. Um, they, uh, they're just you got to take into consideration where you just can't look at something and get overwhelmed. Um, which is why I like the axials because um, you open the lid. And it's just one ESC battery motor transmission. Boom. Um, you get into some of the other ones like Team Associated has that divorced transmission yes. and, and yeah. gearbox. That could be deceiving and, and kind of overwhelming for some people. But They also do yeah. that. The servo is chassis mounted. Yep. Yep. So you got to look into that because with like Axial, theirs is uh, – Theirs is axle mounted and team associated is, is chassis mounted. And when chassis mounted, you get a lot of torque steer where you steer to one side and it'll take the truck and like, so yeah. So as far as up, you know, doing the, the model railroad type thing with all the customizing and making it scale that you do, what's the, what platform do you mainly use for that? Is that where you use the axial? Yeah, I go right to Axwell. Okay. Yep. Yep. And for the most part, it's it's just what I'm used to. Yeah. Um, and I I steer away from RGT and Team Associated because the axles have such a big diff differential. Yeah, big pumpkin. Um, so I I'm just really drawn to the axles. Yeah. So. I was, you know, we were, there was some um, talk with the new AX24 that just came out, which doesn't really fit into the model <laughs> train no. aspect at all because it's all about performance um, and, yeah. uh, you know, everything overlooks because it's not a looker, that's for sure. But yeah, uh, right. that's an easy fix, I think. But, the um, you know, people were saying, oh, when are they going to do something new? They wanted to see new innovation from Axial, which in their mind yeah. was get rid of the worm gears, get rid of some of this other stuff, which – 
I actually had written to the guys that designed it before everybody started talking about it and said, thank you guys for keeping the same axles and same like mounting points for so much because we already have so many upgrades. Like it to think about having a whole nother set of stuff to kind of keep in mind or keep in your bag in case something goes down out on the trail just seemed like a pain in the butt, you know, cause all my other yeah. cop trucks are running those. And I actually find that the worm gear is indestructible and yeah. it in automatic drag brake, like, yeah, I mean, they, yeah. it's not great for going fast. Like if they're going to do a rock bouncer, I wouldn't probably recommend using yeah. those axles <laughs> or at least that gear ratio. But, um, but they're indestructible and very smooth. Like, but the biggest thing that I think most people overlook is if they were to try and do a rig and pinion in that exact same housing, because if you don't, it it's huge. It's like the yeah the twenty fourth or the eighteen scale Traxxas has a big diff on it, and the RGT has a big pumpkin on it to hang up on stuff. Where the actual one is pretty small, um, and so that's one of the things I think people overlook about that design is it keeps it small and uh, out of the way. And if they were to do diff gears that size, they'd probably strip out like all the time because it'd be yeah. such a tiny and getting the yeah. mesh right on it would be brutal. But yeah. And I, I'm totally unfamiliar with different materials and stuff. Um, from what I know from weir- real world, um, stainless tends to be pretty durable, but oh, yeah. I feel that yeah and that small i feel like you said it it would still wear out really quick and i can guarantee it wouldn't come with stainless ones in a most no. most people <laughs> tried to do even um fms tried to do plastic and people just burned them up yeah yep so yeah put power behind yeah. it brushless and all that and then it couldn't hold up to what the axial ones just do like i don't break the dog bones some people complain about that too um, the only yeah. dog bones I've ever broken were in monster truck ones. Um, I've so. actually just this week I've broken two two sets. Really? Yeah. Um, two people broke them up you, at reaction too. Two yeah, different people. Grant you with the dog bones, I've had them in my my modded trucks, um, so they got lots of torque, and it's kind of stupidity because like you try to motor you through something up, like yeah. that bound up and then it just twists it and done. Yeah. My sons have broken even the rear ones and yeah. uh, I've never broken a rear, but they've, they both did it on the same obstacle. And I, I was like, whoa, 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 boom. I'm like, oh. Now that's impressive. <laughs> I've never done that to a rear shaft. Yeah. Yeah. They, they snapped them. Um, wow. But I, I also realized like, eh, I'm stuck. I'm going to either just winch or whatever. Cause of how we're doing it, Or I just pick it up yeah. to not break it. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're just powering through and you're in all rocks, it's it's doable. Yeah. But that yeah. would probably blow some other stuff up in some other trucks too, but Yeah. Um, it's it's funny because in the follow the leader video I just filmed with my dad um for next week, I was using this truck and it happened during the recording of the video, so I just kind of motored through. Do you three wheel it? Yeah. yeah. No, it, it got to the point where it just locked up and I couldn't go forward or reverse. And I was just like, well, it looks like Bob the Builder won this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So talk so, about track design. What are some elements that you have for your track going on? 
Um, so my boy is going absolutely bonkers right now. <laughs> so track elements I've noticed and learned from having like mini comp sessions over here after I built mine to the extreme it is now. Yeah. Um, you want to have openness. You want to be able yeah. to basically free roam because if you get it set up, like I have mine set up right now, you're really limited as to the amount of lines that you can create. Okay. Um, so when I, when I redo it, I'm going to be redoing it here shortly. I'm going to make it more wide open and free roaming. Like Jeff has at reaction. Right. Okay. Um, I noticed... number one, I'll ha- go ahead. Number one, I'll have more square footage to work with. So, oh, um, yeah, I'll have be able to keep still like the scale, like model, like houses and stuff, but I'll be able to spread them out more and create that more open terrain type feel around those. So, yeah. 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 I'll yep. say, um, I think that's a tendency a lot of people have. And I think that is actually probably drawn from the model building of the yeah. trains even. Yeah. Uh, because even as I, I told people, I'm like, I wanted help with like what textures to use for mine. Yeah. And a lot of yep. people are like, here's what I do. And they sent me theirs and I look at them. And I'm like, they look awesome. Like amazing. But after yeah. you run it a few times, like you've kind of run it like, and there's yeah. only so many ways you can go. If you have a lot of, um, like the bridges or the, the, even like some of them are elevated curved, like yep. versus just having a hill and rocks embedded. Yeah. Like Moab versus, you know, trails with, you know, woods on them. Like I, I've done those here in Michigan. A lot of it's kind of, you have to go certain ways because there's trees all around you, you know, and you can, right. Versus yeah. Moab where you can just go like everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you still are kind of limited for like, Oh, there's a cliff right there. Yeah, right. That no, that's, that's the truth. You don't want to yeah. roll. Uh, we right. do it all the time well, with our tiny trucks, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely limitations there too, like where you, you do have design, you know, lines you have to stay with. But yep. just in that open space around all of that, there's just drive yeah. anywhere kind of a feel. And that's yeah. kind of what I want to go for and use the gates to be the – what create the the pathways, but I do also yeah. want to have some things like you're talking about, like you can still within that have things that are set up to go around and yeah. like built into it and still have free roam around buildings yeah. and yeah. Um, trees um, and other things that are like kind of obstacles on the course. Right. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I, you probably know, I took a trip over to CBHQ crawler baller headquarters. Yeah. Um, and his track is like a very well balanced like scale and openness. Like it's, it blew my mind and I'm actually going to stem off of his okay. when I build mine. So yeah, it's, it's super cool. Super cool. I and saw the like, video of you guys there. Yeah. <laughs> it looked really cool. It was, it was sweet. And like with this one here, I built such a tall rim around it just to kind of confine the dirt. Um, but with filming being a YouTuber, you can't get low. You can't get low. And I, if if you're going to do something like that, people are going to build them with filming in mind. I definitely don't recommend doing that. Yeah. Um, Or you gotta, I did it too, but my goal is to go low at the walls, but I'm going to build the stuff up out of it. Like, 
definitely get things up in the, cause even at Jeff's, there's the walls there, but if you yeah. put enough dirt in there to contain it, you should be good. <laughs> Give me a second. Yeah, sure thing. Okay. <laughs> I totally get it, man. I remember those oh, days. <laughs> this fun, one, though. this one here. My oldest, she's a piece of cake. Well, it's the other two that are monsters. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> everybody's got their own personality. Right, right. I'll be able to use that for good one day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we always told one of them, like, you're going to be, like, you're going to be a boss one day. Like, you don't take anything <laughs> from anybody, and you love to tell everybody what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that'll that'll work for you one day. It's really driving us crazy right now because you need to be listening right. to us. But we see the good in it if you can harness it. Like, but, yeah. Yeah, it's like, no, mommy and daddy are the boss, not you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So what were some of the elements of, you know, model building? He has a huge course uh, at Crawlerball um, that you liked. Yeah, it's like he used a lot of more natural looking rock. Like there's all kinds of like black slate rock on his course. And then there's like this other stuff that's really like porous that almost looks like lava rock. Oh, nice. Um, He used a lot of that and a lot of dirt. He used a, a pretty good amount of dirt too um and the dirt that he uses is um pretty well clay based too yeah um he has to consistently water it down to keep it pliable and stuff because with the clay based dirt like it almost turns into concrete when it's dry right and then you get the like little dust particles that are from the and it gets super slick yeah yeah so yeah, you gotta miss yeah, you it. just gotta play around with the different dirts and soils and stuff. And if it's too so. wet, it sticks to your tires and oh yeah. <laughs> so it's like a <laughs> it's like a water it the day before. I think like Jeff at reaction water at night, and then but next day when you come in, it's usually pretty good yeah. if you water it before yeah. you leave. And then, and I have yeah. luckily where we're building ours. Uh, we have like a wash tub in there with a threading on it to be able to bring a hose and kind of just hose it down. Um, yeah. There's carpet in there, which is not my favorite, um, but it's not in good condition either. So it's like if, if it gets a little ruined, it ain't the end of the world. But uh, I wish it was like the tile, like the other parts of the basement with like a drain in it and just like hose it down and wash it out. You know, like that would be sweet. It ain't that way. But I guess yeah. I can vacuum it if it's carpet. That's, I guess, one good thing. I I constantly, like, I should have never put this wall up there because now with my little monster that was just throwing a fit, he'll come down here. I came down here one time, and he had taken and just thrown all the dirt from the track onto the floor. <laughs> so it's like, oh, get the vacuum out. Vacuum it all up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's crazy. So what but, are you going to be doing? You've got to tear that down. We're going to come over and get a video of it all and talk about the different aspects of it. But you've got different type sections too. Like, 
you yeah, know, like, that have different terrain and it kind of varies as you go through the course. Yeah. So basically from where I'm sitting now, I can sit here and drive 360 degrees around myself. Um, grant you the section that's behind camera. I mean, it's only it's like tough. <laughs> six inches wide and it's across the wall. Um, so and that it's a, is actually, it's a twister, man. It gets you all yeah. foxy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I have, um, man-made, uh, I call it lick and stick brick. Um, it's the stuff that goes on houses. Yeah. So it's flat on one side. So it works really good for laying down and you can create, you know, different obstacles with. So that's one aspect I got. And then, um, the platforms up on the wall. I was going to do a whole diorama of like a military base because my family's pretty heavy into the military. Um, but I never got around to it. So it's just flat piece okay. of wood. Um, and then is that like what's some, up above you where you're storing trucks right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually drive behind those. Um, okay. There's probably like another foot and a half behind the, the trucks. And you have suspension um, bridges from that yeah right? yeah so that the bridge there is made all out of pallet and i just strung the the center piece that's up on the crest i strung that from the ceiling and just hung it so when you drive across it it waves back and forth and stuff nice. <laughs> so and then i got natural dirt down mixed with a bunch of rock i've gotten from work and stuff and so yeah it's all kinds of different materials i've used so I want to do one of the man-made mud pit type ideas with the with the, BBs. the plastic BBs. Yeah. I really like that. I want to do it deep though. So it, you can start sinking in if you yeah. are wheeling in yeah. it too much and get a little bit of trouble that way. But um, yeah, make it like two inches deep or something. That'll swallow a truck. <laughs> yeah. So it'll suck it down in if you don't do it right. Yeah. 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 Put something down in there as like a help that you might be able to get a wheel on, like a rock or something underneath in a spot. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know why I have this yeah. little brand thing up here. I just realized it's up there. But um, what uh, what do you think? Looking at the the twenty four scale, what changes do you think would be cool to see happen? Are there things that you'd like to see? kind of go on either within the communities or in the trucks that come out the market or what, what kind of stuff would you like to see? Um, I, I think I'd like to see more hobby shops get into the, the, the little ones. Uh, we just took uh, a venture out to a hobby shop in um, Flint area. And for the life of me, I'm drawing a blank on the name, but they had a huge, um, carpet track for for the buggies and stuff um they did have a little crawler course but i would like to see more hobby shops target the little crawlers because there's just so many avenues you can go down with them i mean look at what you did with bull gear and stuff you made like mini drakesters out of them you had that top speed challenge or whatever Mm -hmm. that was that was crazy um yeah, I just I would like to see the hobby shops target the the mini crawlers. And then as far as like new development, um with these little things, you really gotta watch the the center of gravity. Um I think Axial really hit it on the head with the Bronco they came out with. Um 
And this is probably stemming from my little. And I think it's tipsy, but I'm yeah, looking at it, it from a competition tipsy. standpoint versus yeah. like a realism, like what I wanted yeah. to do out of the box. But yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, that's where I stem from. Like all my trucks are more of a trail truck. Right. Um, so as far as my aspect, I'd like to see more of that, uh, a glorified trail truck that you could do mediocre comps crawling with. Um, but very scary yeah. looking. Yeah. Other yeah, than it yeah, having solid axles on a broad Right. Wheel, because <laughs> like I'm totally geared toward that model train yeah. thing. Like even in my course, like I got a lot of scale stuff on there. The trucks I like to build where you could see it sometime driving down the road, you know, yeah. around and my background from off-roading, I always used my daily driver to go to tracking with. Right. <laughs> so I had to be careful and, you know. <laughs> yeah, you're not you're not going overboard. So, right. But it makes what um, you have there tricky, right? So you, you put yeah. gates up, you know, if you're running a hard body or a metal body, it's way yeah. different than if I come in with my, you know. Super light. Scythe, like pump yeah. rig. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Although mine um, aren't super light. I just put it all the weight down low. Yeah. Below the but suspension. On the other hand, <laughs> performance over everything, yeah. like that's uh the Fury Tech build I just did for Jacob um with the scythe chassis. I mean, that rig was pretty sweet when I shipped it off. I almost didn't want to ship it off to him. Right. <laughs> you got a couple of them built with those. I mean, they look sweet. And quite frankly, I mean, you look up some of these YouTube channels that do those rock bouncing like Oh yeah. Competitions and stuff like those are fit right in that realm as far as looks go. Um, so yeah, I busted mean, busted knuckle films. I, yeah, yeah. Busted knuckles, a good one. Yeah, they're really good. Um, with the, uh, new release from Axial, the AX4, um, 24, um, I think they, they're starting to go down that realm of an RTR comp rig. Um, I there's a couple of things I would have changed in it would have liked to see better but um I I don't think I'm going to be buying one just because I'm more of a trail Not your trucker. style yeah right but it is intriguing the 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 spectrum and that's another thing with these teeny ones like spectrum's getting into it now that spectrum ESC that they put in that AX24 yep. with the proportional rear steer and stuff like that's a game changer when it comes to comps grant you Jeff doesn't allow the the rear steer, but he could create another class for it. Right. If he's selling um, them. Yeah. It totally yeah, could be something. Definitely. Yeah. So the, yeah, uh, I think, the four steer really has me intrigued and that they, yeah. uh, you know, I always say, I don't always say, but I feel like there's always something that you cut, like, cause they can't come out with a truck for 200 bucks or whatever. That's 24 right. scale out of the box. Most people yeah. won't buy it. So like where the the Bronco is 150 160 bucks, right? 159 yeah. I think. Yeah. Beautiful hard body. Yeah. Um but it's still just the SDX24. Where this one they've changed out electronics. There's two yeah. servos, there's two front axles. The front axles cost more and still it's only 160 bucks. Yeah. So I feel like you know, there's definitely less money paid attention to the body that came with it even though it's a throwback. You look at the window stickers and all that, it's like not the the nicest looking body. Um, I'm sure people could do really cool ones if they got clear ones. And I think it looks like Max D monster truck, you know, definitely do that. Um, 
but you know, I, I wouldn't put that body on. I'd just go get a, a pro line body and put it yep. on and call it good, yep. you know? Um, and you get that four steer and again, you're not going to get the electronics as much as everybody complains about the electronics. They also complain that they want kits because they, they don't want to spend the money on these electronics they are going to change. So even if they put a better servo in, the people that want to run their NSDRCs or their reefs or their, you know, MOFA ones are going to complain that they paid more for it to get servos in there that they're going to take out yeah. and put in the ones they yeah. want. And so yeah. the people that bellyache about the quality of the servos are they're going to be the first ones to bellyache if you put a better one in that isn't the one that they want to run because they just now right. paid more money for it out the door. Yeah. And so it's really just, I think that a lot of these RTRs anymore are rolling kits that a person that has no idea about the hobby can get it and drive it and whatever the cost savings to do a rolling kit driving kit. Isn't that much like you wouldn't save much over buying the kit. Like, so that was with the LMT monster truck. The savings wasn't even like crazy, like just the motor. If you take out the electronics, there's the motor ESC alone was the difference in cost yeah but then yep. you need a receiver you need a servo you need a radio you were going to look at yeah. 300 dollars more to finish that yep. truck so everybody yep. bought the ready to run and nobody bought the kit that everybody asked for because yeah. at the cost for them to make it in bulk they don't save that much money by having or not having electronics um so yeah that's i think what we're looking at with this and that's Kind of why I just overlook any electronics that come in. I know motors are easy to change and they're cheap to change, you know. Right. But yeah. Yeah. And and like with Axios release of that truck, they are targeting the comp and they know everybody is gonna upgrade it to this freaking moon. So yeah. it's like just to start. So I point. get it. Yeah. I get it's just it, not the platform the- you're into. Like no, you'd have rather no. had a scale, uh, 1980 square body of some sort. Yep. That was a hard body. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I can exactly yeah. picture what you want where it could still run on the same other pl- rest of the platform, yep. but just a different cool body option. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But luckily they chose a scale where there's a ton of them available. Yeah. A ton. That's the one thing Shoot. I question about the Traxxas one too. Is like there's just not as many model kits. I don't feel like in the 18 scale as there are in the no. 24th, 25th scale. Yeah, and nine times out of ten, you get a model kit, and the body still ends up being smaller than the actual axial body. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done a lot of those with all my diecast builds. I had to shrink the wheelbase up. Yep. Um, because they're just smaller. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I guess, yeah. yeah, one of the things that I was like, man. And I still, I mean, I I like the TRX-4M a lot. But I prefer the smaller size of the SCX-24. It's just something, It's yeah. there's a novelty to it of it being so small, but also so um, capable. Especially yeah. if you put even just a little bit of weight down low, it just becomes so much more capable. Yeah, um, the first thing I the first thing I did with the Bronco is I put wideners and twenty two gram wheels from Trio on it, and yeah. it was it widened it right difference. up. It was, yep, 
Yeah, huge difference. So yeah, the um, yeah. so I I just I I hope though going back to the hobby shop side of it, and a lot of hobby shops used to have small little model train thing, even if it was a four by eight sheet. Yep. That amount of room, and all it did is go in a circle, and nobody could actually use it. Like it was just for them to have on display. Yeah, where a little comp course like that, even if it had a train going around it or something. You know what I mean? Like where people yeah. could come in and drive on it and do yeah. stuff and it have two purposes yeah. would be really cool. The, uh, I was just, I know there's so many um, shops that only sold or sell tracks of stuff. And so I'm kind of hoping that they're going to jump on board with this and start doing, you know, some of the, and a lot of those shops aren't the biggest ones either. Like if they only sell tracks of stuff, then it's yeah. usually a little bit smaller of a shop but you don't need a lot of space to be able to do it and be able to bring people yeah. in to buy parts and whatever, just yeah. get excited about um, your shop and the hobby. I think I'm hoping to see that happen with them. Yeah. And more, more indoor stuff just in general, because up here in the North, you you only got one time a year to be outside. Yeah. Um, And yeah, more indoor store. I think what Jeff has up there at reaction is just unbelievable. It's, it's, a gold mine and it's all year round. You can go out there, rain, snow, or, or you know, it's, Heat, it's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, there's even possibilities for like, and he started it. He's doing rentals now. Yeah. Like the idea of like, if you have enough rentals, people can just come in with their friends. Yeah. And it'd be like a bowling alley. Hey, let's go and hit up that place and rent a couple trucks and just, you don't have to buy them if you don't want to do it all the time. But if you just want to have a little fun and, like a thing to do on a Friday night. Yep. Like super cool. Uh, yeah. And especially with his location right next to that little bowling alley and arcade yep. place and the 3d <laughs> golf. Yeah. Like, he needs to get some signs in the window windows that say, you know, rentals, you know, yeah. Driving RC yeah, car. I think, yeah. I think he's got like four, three or four mini ones. And he's got like, I think two 10 scales that you can drive. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's amazing. So I the the size of it to me, like I could do, man, in this space which is now just if you could just see there's um three suitcases just opened up with stuff piling out of them over there, boxes <laughs> of stuff I want to sell, just like junk everywhere in here because I don't come up here that often because it's just kind of removed enough that it's it's not like I want to come up here in the middle of the night or whatever. It's easier to go to the basement and work down there and whatever. Yeah. So like I almost should just turn this whole thing into a huge crawler course type event space. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's yeah. That's pretty crazy. much what I'm gonna do. Like I'm I'm hoping I have enough room for a little like workbench. Like I add it in my mind, it's like, okay, I gotta make sure I leave room for a workbench in this garage. Yeah. <laughs> or else my crawler course is just gonna, gonna take, take over. over everything. Yeah. I yeah. feel like if this was ground level, I would use it more often than I do, but carrying everything up and down and in and out and whether it's camera gear yeah. that I've got to come up and get whenever I want to take it on a quick shoot or it's just, yeah. there's a little bit of a hassle to it. That's not been ideal compared to what I had before in Virginia. I just, 
Yeah. It had an ups- upstairs space there, but it was attached to the house, so it didn't feel like they run outside. And then also I'm running usually from the basement, so i got to go up the stairs from there, go outside, go down the stairs, come up the stairs, and just <laughs> – then you forget something and you're like, son of a, like it's all the way down oh, to the basement. So like, far. <laughs> yeah. And so I just keep moving yeah. stuff over to the basement, like more and more stuff. Like eventually this whole setup of probably podcasting stuff will end up in a space down there. And um, I'll just use this, I guess, for the bigger, more professional videos, to try and clear it out. But give yeah. it over to my kids. They're getting older. It'll be like their hangout space for ping pong or whatever i don't know it's just kind of a weird space but um i had thought about doing the course up here but then again the same thing the late night video making to run outside up here the steps are not there for some reason whoever built this like i I have questions for people that build things things (laughs) like why didn't you put the stairs inside yeah like they get yeah. snow on them. If you salt them, then you rust out all the screws, and you got to be redoing the screws every year or the boards. Right, uh, it's not covered, so it's just like it's sketchy when it's icy and all that going up and down with your hands full, and not be able to yeah. grab the railing. Anyway, so our, even in Virginia, our stairs at the garage—it was a two-story garage—and they were inside. Like, way more sense. Makes way more sense than having them outside yeah. the elements. But anyway, um, first world problem, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definite yep. pro- first world problem. But um, this would be a really awesome space for something like that. But It looks like you got a pretty good amount of room back up, there. Up here? Yeah. There's a ton yeah. of room up here. It's a really big space um, that I come up to maybe right at – this so far the last three months I've probably come up here six times. Not much. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, it's like you said, it's it's such a it's close, but it's too far, you know? Yeah, and it's like <laughs> when I work all the time now, pretty much, it seems like, because this this is what I'm doing right now and my uh to be always away from the family, like where they're not even in earshot, like, is kinda tough because yeah. you're working twelve hours, fourteen hours into just yeah. You know, be out here and that much more removed kind of sucks. Like at least there I can hear them playing and they can, you know, right. come show me yeah. something or I think a lot of that has to do with it, you know, trying to be family oriented and yep. still get stuff done. It's just easier when I'm around them. And this is, yeah, that's why uh, I liked what I have. I like what I have going here. Um, because on the other side of the wall, that's the kid playroom, right? So they can be down here raising cane and I can be, with doing them. my thing. Yep. Yeah. Moving into the new place, I'm actually going to have to create two RC areas because my main one is going to be out in the garage. Right. Um, but you're going to want to be able to work on them while you're hanging out with the kids still too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, in their playroom, I'm still going to have like a workbench. Um, so I can, obviously I'm going to have to close it off to them, but right. um, yeah. So that way I can do the same thing do my thing and still monitor them and be in that earshot. Yeah. 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 It is one of those, those things. It's definitely cause it's not, I mean, well, like any hobby, it takes, there's time investment in it. So, oh. and it's even easier as they get older and they're part of it too. But, um, 
Yeah. I think since yeah. the um, the most time I spent out here recently was when we were doing that little documentary and that. But the kids were coming out here to help film and all that with it, too. We were having a blast with it. But, um, yeah, general use stuff, it's, it's more storage than anything right now. And it's unfortunate because it's a really cool space. Yeah. <laughs> it just wasn't planned well, like... I almost need a lift like to bring stuff up and down, like just a little like rope one that you can just make like a little (laughs) dummy waiter thing. But yeah, um, you need to find it's like in the old style houses. They had those little elevators like in the the mall. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We've been talking, joking about that. And I keep being like, well, maybe it's not really that bad of an idea. And like, (laughs) there's times when, uh, when I have to carry everything. So, well, anyway, man, I don't want to take you from your family too much. I know the kids are there um, with you too, and I just wanted to sit and chat with you a little bit about the toy trucks. And we're not yeah. that far away either. That's what's crazy. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> we see each other probably a couple times a month. I would say recently, it feels yeah. like. Um, yeah, it's. I've been taken up like with the whole buying of a second house and moving, and um, yeah, technically I'm a landlord now. Um, so yeah, it's. It's crazy, crazy busy. Luckily, right now, where work is in the slow season, so I am getting a little bit more free time. But yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. Mine's mine's so. got a couple things in the works because I'm doing a lot of this, but I still freelance video. So I've got yeah. like a two week shoot coming up in like Texas, and that stuff that just pulls me away at you know for extended yeah. times. So and potentially in March, I might have something. Yeah. a couple weeks out of the country and stuff I can't plan on. So, well, thank you, man. Sounds like you're needed. We'll use that as a, as a good way to, uh, to sign off, man. Thank you. Yeah. Tell people where they All can right, find man. you real quick and then we'll find yeah. him on Jason's RC. And Jason's uh, RC's, uh, yeah. YouTube channel. Um, I do have a Facebook page. I don't monitor it that much. But (laughs) you can find me on Facebook. (laughs) So YouTube and Facebook, Jason's RCs. We'll put links in the description, too. That way people can find you. Thanks, man, for coming on. And uh, we'll see you soon. All right, man. Peace.